Good morning and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims and joining us this morning, Jackie Decker. Jackie's the manager of operations for Carter Blood Care. She works out of the Tyler facility on Baxter Avenue behind Tyler Junior College, covers a lot of territory. Good morning, Jackie. Great to have you with us. Good morning. And don't forget, InFocus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash InFocus. InFocus is uploaded to our website early in the morning, the day after the show airs. Jackie, people who have been in the Tyler, Longview, General East Texas area for quite a few years remember the history of Carter Blood Care. Just for those who don't, we can go through it briefly. Started out, I believe, around 1951 as Stewart Regional Blood Center. Became Carter Blood Care several years ago. And uh, uh, my understanding through that period has been that things have gone a lot more smoothly since then, affiliating with a larger operation based in Bedford, Texas, I believe, out of, uh, or just outside of Fort Worth. And uh, that's where we are today. You drive down Baxter Avenue behind TJC and you'll see Carter Blood Care, ready to take your blood and save lives. That's right. Okay. Now you are the primary blood supplier to more than 200 medical facilities and you work through these medical facilities, mainly hospitals, I guess maybe smaller clinics too, for their patients. How much territory is basically covered out of the Tyler facility, which I understand is the headquarters for East Texas? Yes, we cover about 25 counties here in East Texas. We go as far north as Paris and Mount Pleasant. Uh, We almost go all the way over to the Louisiana border, and then we go as far south as Lufkin and uh, over to the Van Zandt County line as well. Okay, every now and then you'll be servicing somebody or some facility, maybe in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So uh, uh, at one time or another, you as the manager of operations, you're going to have your hands on as many as 50 counties. But basically we're talking about 25 counties in the general East Texas area, right? Yes, that's correct. Okay, and manager of operations, can you tell us exactly what that means? What do you do with Carter Blood Care? Um, Well, my team, we go out and set up all the mobile blood drives in East Texas. We also handle Uh, the volunteer programs and the high school programs here in East Texas as well. Okay. And contact information. We'll give this phone number out right off the bat. 1-800-DONATE, numeral 4. That's 1-800-D-O-N-A-T-E-4 or 366-2834. And if you want to set up a mobile blood drive, if you want to come in and donate, um, or just have any questions, that's the phone number to call. And you can also go to very simple, easy-to-remember website, carterbloodcare.org. And pretty much all the information you need will be right there. And we'll run through some of the high points during our show this morning. Uh, your service focus is local. Carter Blood Care is really reaching out to local people to voluntarily supply blood to local and regional medical facilities. Talk about that a little bit and maybe some of the things you do to get people interested and involved. Well, we really pride ourselves in um, bringing in blood from East Texas and keeping it here in East Texas. Uh, It's very rare that we have to reach out to uh, the other members of Carter Blood Care to uh, supply the hospitals and help us out. And uh, so it's a pretty good chance if you receive a transfusion in East Texas, it's from an East Texan. All righty. You're also a not-for-profit 501c3 organization. Want to make note of that. That'll be relevant to some of the things we'll talk about a little bit later on. And you contract with medical facilities to provide the services to them that are associated with blood and transfusion medicine. If you can go into a little detail about exactly what that involves. Well, we collect and process, test, and distribute the blood for their patients. We also manage the inventory of the blood. So if we have blood that's getting ready to expire on the shelves, 
in Paris or Mount Pleasant um, where the hospitals aren't quite as busy as Tyler or Longview, we'll go and get it and bring it to a facility where we know that it'll get used and it won't expire. Okay, and uh, that's important. You just have to really keep your product up to speed. Make sure that people aren't just getting blood, but they're getting good blood, blood that is really not going to pose any danger to them, blood that is going to make them better, maybe save their lives. Yes, and um, a unit of blood only um, is relevant for about 42 days on the shelf, and so we really pride ourselves in being stewards of the blood supply and making sure that we don't let any unit expire. Okay, and what that all comes down to is you can't do without the folks listening today and their friends, relatives, and colleagues, the blood or at least potential blood donors. What are some important statistics about the community blood supply? And we'll start off about 37% of the population at any given time is eligible to give blood. That's correct. Um, we are uh, under the strict guidelines of the FDA. So when you come in to donate, you'll um, be given a health history questionnaire and due to the, the questionnaire and then just some health, general health screening that we do, about only 37% of the population can actually donate. Okay, now. Less than 4% of blood donors in the Carter Blood Care Service area donate blood. So that other 33% is the group that I guess you're really shooting for, right? Yes, that's the group that we're trying to reach out to. Okay. More blood donors. This is important. There are more blood donors over age 50 than there are between the ages of 16 and 50. And I know these stories, things that I've covered in the past, going back to when you were still Stewart Blood Center, the honors they would give out. Sometimes they'd be to people in their 70s and 80s. And the blood donor base is continuing to age. Why is it so important to note that? Well, the, as our donor base ages, they're going to go from being the donors to actually being the recipients of the blood as their health declines and, and issues arise in their lives. And so it's really important for um, our donors between the age of 16 and really 30 to um, get into the habit and know the importance of blood donation and make sure that after they get out of high school and college, they remember how important that is to continue to donate blood. Mm -hmm. We're talking to Jackie Decker this morning, Manager of Operations for Carter Blood Care. I'm John Sims. This is In Focus. Contact information, carterbloodcare.org or 1-800-DONATE and then the numeral 4 or 1-800-366-2834. If you have any questions or maybe want to volunteer or just uh, uh, make an appointment to donate blood. Any of uh, that uh, uh, information that you want to receive or pass along, that's the number to call, 1-800-366-2834 or 1-800-DONATE-4. Uh, the younger population, you're really reaching out to them, and the fact of the matter is they're not stepping forward to become blood donors at the same rate that previous generations did. So one of the things we hope to accomplish today and that I know you hope to accomplish day in, day out is create an interest in blood donation among teenagers and young adults. Anything in particular you're doing along those lines? We're really trying to reach out to them via social media. Uh, that tends to be the way that they communicate and the way that they talk and they keep their finger on the pulse of what's going on. So we try to make sure that we stay present in our social media as well. You bet. And no surprises there. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, statistically, there are about 600 to 800 patients daily who require blood transfusions, of many, and many of them will require more than one unit and or type of blood product. Tell us why it's important to remember that. Well, because um, we actually have to see about a thousand donors a day to reach that number um, because of deferrals, um, just 
testing that we do that might rule out some of the blood that comes in. Um, and it's really important um, to remember that it's not always just one unit that's transfused, depending on whether it's a cancer patient um, or um, a trauma, like we have a, a car accident or something that happens, they can use up to 50 to 100 units of blood, depending on what their injury is. Okay. And some of the reasons that it's important to have a community blood bank, I would think we've already pretty much spent the last eight minutes and 24 seconds covering that, but let's get into that a little bit more deeply. Some of the specific reasons that you and your colleagues at Carter Blood, uh, blood Care feel it is really important to have a community blood bank. Well, uh, we believe that we learn the specific types that our hospital, uh, specific, excuse me, specific needs of our hospitals by working with them, seeing the different procedures that they do. A lot of our hospitals are specialized out here, whether it's an orthopedic hospital, uh, hospitals that work strictly with cancer patients. So um, having a community blood bank and having a blood supply that reflects the needs of the community and what's going on is really important. Okay. I wanted to throw this in real quick. I don't know if we mentioned earlier about what facilities you have in East Texas. You basically have three facilities within your primary service area, and that's 25 counties. You have one in Tyler, you have one in Longview, and you have one in Paris. And that's not counting the ones in the Metroplex or maybe in Central Texas in case people have uh, kinfolk there or happen to be in the area and run into a situation where they'll need to know that. And then, of course, your mobile blood drives, which we'll talk about a little bit later on in the show. But basically, uh, the East Texas area, that 25-county area, headquartered in Tyler, but also has, I guess, satellite facilities in That's Longview and Paris. That's okay. correct. And you can get more information on that by calling 1-800-DONATE-4 or, or going to the website carterbloodcare.org. You are responsive to emergencies in the areas you serve. And uh, let's make it clear, this is a day-in, day-out need. But those emergencies just really kind of up the ante a little bit, if you will. Uh, what happens? How, uh, what, is there kind of a script that you uh, follow once an emergency arises, how you respond to that? It really just depends on what's going on. Um, the important thing is people always come into the center. They're always donating blood despite these emergencies so that the blood can be on the shelf when the need arises, when there's an accident or when there's the need for blood for a cancer patient. Um, we can't wait two to three days to have units of blood tested. It has to already be on the shelf. And yeah. so that's why we're so diligent to work within the community and make sure we've got a couple of days worth of blood on the shelves at all times. Mm -hmm. At the same time, you tell us medical facilities can notify you when a large-scale casualty occurs or you might notify them that you've heard about what's happening and you can begin sending blood needs before they are requested. So just I guess what the point we're really trying to make there is the importance of staying in constant contact with these medical facilities, really having a partnership with them, if you will. Yes, that's correct. And I don't know if uh, everyone will remember the West explosion that happened a couple years Most ago. Most of us probably do, yes. yeah. Yes. We were actually were able to send 300 units south of um, the Waco area and West area to mm. our Austin affiliates to help them out and help them be prepared. And there's been similar emergencies across the nation, um, especially even uh, last year with all the flooding in Houston. We were able mm. to work with all the different blood centers across the nation to get blood to the hospitals in the Houston area area when they needed it. Mm -hmm. Talking to Jackie Decker, manager of operations for Carter Blood Care, headquartered uh, for this area in Tyler, also with facilities in Paris and Longview. Tyler office on Baxter Avenue behind Tyler Junior College, and that's probably the best marker 
Uh, pretty much anyone can Google map it from there, I guess, if they don't already know where it is. Uh, and we talk a lot about first responders, and we usually think of law enforcement, EMS, um, firefighters, things like that. But you're really a part of that first response system because blood must already be available before an accident happens. That's correct. Um, we've got to have it ready to go, and, and it takes about two to three days for the testing after someone donates blood as well. Mm -hmm. So we really need people to come in all the time and have a constant supply so that we can keep it on the shelf and, and it'll be ready when that happens. Okay, and people have surgery every day, knee replacements, to cesarean baby deliveries, heart surgery, transplants. Each of these could require a blood transfusion. Anemia, another reason that some people might receive transfusion. And additionally, cancer patients receive blood products called platelets to help combat the side effects of cancer treatments. Can you tell us a little bit about that and if it's any different from the other types of blood that you um, are trying to bring in? Yes. Um, when you hear us talk about how one donation can save up to three lives, we take your blood back to one of our facilities and we break it down into red blood cells, um, platelets, and plasma. And our cancer patients use the platelets when they're um, during their chemo treatments. A lot of times their platelet counts get low or their platelet counts are too low for them to actually have their transfusions. So platelets are play, play a very vital role in our cancer patients' treatments. Okay. Trauma in the form of accident. Accidents and disasters occurs frequently in the greater Dallas-Fort Worth area. Certainly happens way more than enough around here. And on rural highways as well. And a sophisticated, as you put it, medical community requires a safe and sufficient blood supply that mirrors the community it serves. Did you want to expound on that a little bit? I know we've kind of touched on that already. Well, as our, uh, actually the cultures in our communities change, as more Hispanic cultures come in, um, you know, we've got African American, we've got all different type of cultures in our community. Hmm. We need the blood supply to actually mirror that. So we need all the different diverse groups to come in and uh, donate um, so that, uh, because there's specific markers sometimes within each culture as well. Um, instead of just talking about blood types, there's very specific things uh, that get down to small minute details in the different blood units that I'm not qualified to talk about, but mm -hmm. um, that, that it's really important for all the ethnic groups to come in and donate so that we have um, the blood reflective of their needs on the shelf when, mm. it, when the time comes. Uh, very interesting, something I honestly hadn't really thought about. We've talked about the quality of the blood, talked about that early in the show, and um, working closely with your hospital customers, you can work with hospitals to supply that blood product that needs to be collected within a specific number of days, which you also talked about earlier before it's transfused. And uh, something else that maybe not everybody's aware of, this means you might need to call a specific donor in your database who is a match for a patient whose procedure is in the near future. Does that happen fairly frequently? Should any donor at any time be ready for that phone call out of the clear blue sky? Well, it, it can happen. And like I, I just mentioned, you know, some people have special markers in their blood that make them a very unique donor. Hmm. Um, and so uh, sometimes people come in as a recipient and have very unique needs as well. So we keep those unique donors flagged in our donor base and then when the need arises we will call them up and ask them to come in and make a donation specific for that patient. Uh-huh and we talked about the fact that you're locally based and because you're locally based you can develop those relationships. The way you're set up as an agency just makes make, really makes it a lot easier and I take it makes things run a lot more smoothly for you. That's correct. We, we actually host blood drives at almost all of our hospital facilities. The employees at the hospitals know the demand and the need for blood 
blood, and they're always willing to go out and donate and make those blood drives successful. Okay, let's do a little recruiting here. Are you ready? Who can donate blood? You tell us someone can actually start donating at age 16, but uh, they need parental permission between the ages of 16 and 17. Is that how it works? Um, only 16-year-olds, they have to have a parent come with them to sign a parental um, permission form. We also test our blood supply for Zika, and 16-year-olds uh, have to have a parent sign to have that testing done. And then anyone 17 years and older can donate blood free of their own will. Okay, and there's no upper age limit for giving blood. It just depends on your personal health, which you always take care of with each individual donor. Um, must weigh a minimum 110 pounds. Is, I'm sure there's a reason for that. There is. Um, I, I don't know the full understanding of that, but uh, it, we, we always have the donors or best interest at heart and health and sometimes some of our smaller donors it's harder for them to recover so i'm pretty sure that plays a role in their mm -hmm. weight yeah, yeah i would imagine so and then you must feel well on the day of donation and i guess you just really have to use your judgment if you're feeling really robust that day fine and dandy if you're maybe a little under the weather maybe a little bit stressed out probably don't want to come in that day yeah we're going to ask you to first off how you're feeling and uh we just prefer if you've got a runny nose or a cough just to hold mm. off for a couple of days until you feel a little bit better Sure thing. Now, every donor must present a photo ID each time he or she comes to give blood. Uh, that seems to follow some pretty basic rules, but tell us what kind of uh, photo ID you're talking about here. We're looking for a driver's license, your passport, or um, any other government-issued IDs. We know that not everyone that's going to come is always uh, a native of Texas or a native of the United States, but if they have a government-issued ID, we will let them donate. Okay. Now, the process for giving blood, there are four easy steps. Before we get into that, uh, is it preferable to make an appointment? I know you do walk-ins because I know that people just walk up to your mobile units, but do you have any preference? on that should people check with you ahead of time or is or is it just equally okay if they just walk up or walk in we would prefer people to make an appointment but we are not going to turn a walk-in away um, the appointments just help us make sure that we are staffed appropriately for the volume of donors we think we're going to see that day and so that we can get you in and out and back um, onto your important business. On that note, I want to repeat something I think you said earlier. You like to see a thousand donors each day. Now, is that a thousand across that entire 50 county area? Yes. Okay. So simple math would drop it down to about 500 for the, well, of course, it's less populated in East Texas, but um, it, you, you get the idea. You like to see a lot of donors, and I don't think that there's no point when you're going to turn anybody away because you've had too many donors, I don't guess. That's correct. We're going to stay as long as we can to see everybody. Okay. Um, as far as making that appointment, let's repeat that phone number again, 1-800-DONATE-4 or 1-800-366-2834, and the Website is carterbloodcare.org. Talking to Jackie Decker with Carter Blood Care, I'm John Sims. This is In Focus. Now that you've made that appointment or walked up to that mobile unit in the parking lot of a shopping center or wherever it might be, what are the four simple steps for giving blood? We're first going to um, ask you to answer a brief medical questionnaire. And then we're going to um, put you through just a, a small mini physical. We're going to check your blood pressure, your pulse, your temperature, and your hematocrit or your iron. 
And then if everything checks out through your mini physical, we'll start the blood donation process, which takes about 10 to 15 minutes. And then when that's done, we're um, going to reward you with some juice and cookies and make sure you're feeling good before you take off. Okay. So once you've um, been cleared to donate blood, it really is that simple. The whole process may take, uh, what, 15, 20 minutes? We tell everyone from start to finish about 30 to 45 minutes. 30 to 45 Mm -hmm. minutes for the entire process. So make sure you have that. Uh, time blocked out on your calendar and make sure you're allowing yourself enough time if you're having an especially busy day. Um, and you also encourage people to add a fifth step and what might that be, pray tell? When you're done donating, we'd love for you to make your next appointment to come back and see us. Okay, and this is for anybody and everybody listening today, but especially that 16 to 50 and even more specifically that 16 to 30 age group that just, you tell us, isn't as responsive to this need as maybe it has been in the past. Why should we give blood? Uh, We've been talking about that all morning, but um, there's maybe a a short, simple reason that I think you'd like to give for just why people should give blood. Well, um, we believe that giving blood is one of the most extraordinary things that an ordinary person can do for someone else. And also what what people don't realize is there's no substitute for human blood. There's not a a fake product on the market or um, it has to come Mm -hmm. from a human being. All righty. Um, again, to give blood with Carter Blood Care, visit that website, carterbloodcare.org. If you live in the Tyler area, if you're up around Mount Pleasant or Paris, if you're in Longview or in Lufkin, or if you happen to be visiting today and you're from out of town, carterbloodcare.org can tell you um, – where to go to give blood and you're also going to be continuing to give out information about mobile blood drives around the area and uh, those can come at any time and they might be uh, put on by schools community groups churches just businesses people uh, are continually scheduling mobile blood drives and of course people can keep up with you on social media facebook twitter instagram linkedin youtube and and plenty of others. As far as setting up a mobile blood drive, what are the steps that go into that? Well, um, first, just reach out to Carter Blood Care. You can do that through the numbers that you've provided. Um, If you're here in East Texas, you can actually call a local number and reach my team at 903-363-0442. That's the direct line to our office. Um, We'll walk you through the steps of hosting a blood drive. We like to work with you about eight to six weeks out so that we can make sure that the location is a great location to host a drive, that we get materials, posters, banners ordered for you. Um, And then there's a lot of social media that we can work with you on and resources that we provide to help you make your blood drive successful. Okay, let me give that local phone number out again. I think I got it down right, 903-363-0442. That's just to get in touch directly with the Tyler office. And... um, Again, either that number or the 800 number. You can also uh, email bookabloodrive at carterbloodcare.org. Bookabloodrive at carterbloodcare.org. People do this all the time. I'm sure it's a real simple thing to do. And tell us again what kind of lead time you need on that, several weeks? We'd like about six to eight weeks. Six to eight, okay. We do have people call us up with last-minute requests, and we do everything we can to accommodate them. Okay. Now let's talk about Memorial Day weekend and summertime. Um we hear all the time that uh, 
summer vacation time and holiday weekends, specifically in the case of the next one coming up, Memorial Day weekend, are times when you especially need more people to donate blood. And that's something that we've been hearing for years. Is that pretty much still the case in this day and age? It's pretty standard, um, especially when our schools go out. Our high schools make up about a third of our blood supply here mm. in East Texas. And um, when the holidays come around, we just get a little more consumed with the holiday, with family, with traveling and vacations. And uh, blood donation tends to be something that we just don't think about. So it gets put on the back burner. Yeah. And you've also got more people out on the highways. And, you know, uh, sad to say, but there are going to be those accidents, those emergency situations that develop. So I think that's probably something to keep in mind as well. Uh, you can find one of your 25 donor centers. And again, this is throughout the entire area from Bedford outside of Fort Worth all the way over to the Louisiana border up close to Oklahoma down into central Texas or southeast Texas. 25 donor centers overall. The three in our immediate listening area more or less would be um, Tyler, Longview, and Paris. Got that right? Yes. Okay. Paris a little bit outside our listening area, but, uh, you know, you're out driving on the holidays and, um, you know, not not terribly far away. But in any event, you can also, again, 1-800-366-2834. Local number in Tyler is 903-363-0442. If you want to host a blood drive, email bookabloodrive at carterbloodcare.org. And the website, of course, is carterbloodcare.org. Okay, we've talked about donating blood. That's the main thing. That's what we're really about today, making people aware of the need and the ongoing need and the need from more younger people, ages 16 to 30, to be involved. But you do also take financial donations. Is there a quick and simple way to do that? Well, um, you can again reach us at that local number, 903-363-0442. We'll walk you through that process, and we, we want to do everything we can to keep that donation local to East Texas and stay here, so we'll walk you through the steps for that. Okay, and volunteers, uh, blood donors are your big volunteers, but you also need volunteers for other things. What are some of the things that volunteers do when they volunteer with Carter Blood Care? Well, um, we have people that actually go out to blood drives and help us set up at some of our larger events. Um, they'll recruit on site for us. There's just some people who have a natural knack for talking to people and asking them to donate blood. We also ask for volunteers um, if they have a story about receiving blood or know someone and have been a part of um, a, donate, a blood donation story. We are always looking for people to share that with us and uh, volunteer their time to come and talk to us about it. Okay. And speaking of coming and talking to people about things, this isn't the first time you've done something like this. I think maybe you were on this show several years ago. don't remember clearly. I know we've done shows with Carter Blood Care in the past, but if people want you, are you generally going to be the person who goes out and speaks on behalf of Carter Blood Care in this area? If people want to set you up for a meeting with maybe a Rotary, Kiwanis, Lions Club, or church group, or something like that? Yes, um, I would be. I've also got a, a team of about three other consultants who work in their respective communities, and between the four of us, we, we go out to all of those different clubs. Some of us are even members of Rotary, so we're used to mm -hmm. um, talking to those groups. And we'd love to come out and see what uh, your questions and interests are and, and share more about what Carter Blood Care does. You bet. Uh, I wanted to mention something that happened here recently on a local level, and uh, certainly a shout-out to everybody who donates blood and hosts a mobile blood drive 
and uh, just generally helps you do the important work that you do. But recently, Tyler Junior College surpassed its 50-gallon goal for the third year in a row. Now, starting back in 2012, TJC took the hosting campus blood took hosting camp, uh, campus blood drives to a new level by challenging students. I think it's called the TJC Challenge, something along those lines, to come together and reach a goal of donating 50 gallons of blood, and they did it again this year. Yes. TJC stepped up in 2012. Uh, they realized that during the spring break time frame, when our schools were out and colleges were closed down, there was a need for blood in the blood centers. And so they started the 50-gallon challenge, and they challenged the right. students in the community to collect 400 units of blood in one week. All righty. And this year, 449 people accepted the challenge, donated more than 56 gallons of blood. And I think maybe here's the crux right here, inspired by the Tyler community and its willingness to give back. Carter decided challenge colleges across the Carter Blood Care Service area to roll up their sleeves and give. Now you've partnered with over 60 colleges in your College Gallon Challenge. And um, actually that uh, ended uh, in April, but I take it that that's something that you're going to continue to do during the school year from for, for the foreseeable future. Yes, um, we that's a fun program to do with our colleges. Um, and again, we're trying to reach uh, the, the college-age kids before they go out and start their careers and start their families to, to reinforce those habits of being a blood donor. So those are great programs to do that. And it all started with TJC, and that's why we want to give TJC a big shout-out, but an equally big shout-out to everybody about everything we've talked about on the show this morning. Just so important to give blood. Um, we have been talking with Jackie Decker of Carter Blood Care, manager of operations located in Tyler on Baxter Avenue behind Tyler Junior College, also offices in Longview and Paris. 1-800-DONATE-4 is the number to call or 1-800-366-2834. In Tyler, you can call direct 903-363-0442 and you can go to the website as well, carterbloodcare.org. Jackie Decker, a pleasure and an important pleasure to have visited with you this morning on In Focus. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. You bet. Jackie Decker, Manager of Operations for Carter Blood Care, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you again next week on In Focus. Your only local news radio. This is KTBB Tyler, KTBB FM Troop Tyler Longview, and KTBB.com.